I'm Tyler Dennering. I'm Connery Hanson. And this is the franchise. I am defeated. Because <laughs> we're talking about Legally Blondes today. What is Legally Blondes, you may ask, as uh, is very likely the case, because I had no idea about this movie either <laughs> until I was just looking into Legally Blonde as a franchise as a whole. Yeah, you tried to get around doing it a bunch. I mean, we could have not done it, but I'm kind of like a completist. It's like, it's kind of equated to something in real life, like doing all your chores, but I don't mm. really like doing chores or errands or anything. So it's like, it's like doing all the bad quests in a video game. It's like having a pleasant day and then someone, and you come home and someone just punches you in the nose. <laughs> and you go, well, this is part of my everyday life, so I've got to do it. Yep. <laughs> even though it's not at all you just put it upon yourself you just rationalize it as part of your everyday life mm, wake up from the simulation Getting... <laughs> i don't take the red pill i take a good dose of legally blondes i don't know where to go from here but we watched uh legally blondes which seems like it's a disney channel original movie but it's far far like lower budget it seems than that mm-hmm it seems like it'd be like for teens or preteens, you know. It's a, it's about Elle Woods's twin cousins who are like sixteen and mm. British, <laughs> and it's very egregiously like not egregious. What's the opposite of egregious? Like it's the most minimalist, minimally connected to a franchise I think you could possibly be. Yeah, I like to think that these girls look up to Elle and she often forgets their names or who they even are. <laughs> I mean, that's fine. <laughs> and she also forgets the name of their dad who is supposed to be British but is definitely not. <laughs> but um, um before we talk about the movie, what's what's new with you, Connery? What's new with me? Well, I'm I'm still at home. <laughs> yeah. The world is changing. Yeah, I don't know. I've I've been uh I decided I'd start watching JoJo's Bizarre Adventure or um I started a new season of it at least and I like that show a lot and it's very funny. Oh yeah, I've only heard the name and that people like it. So like what is that? Uh, I think you'd really dig it. I watched this one episode today that just screamed you. The episode's literally just called Let's Go Eat Italian Food. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the premise kind of changes, but it kind of follows this like family through time basically. So we start with like jojo in like 1800s like england and then his family tree like after he dies it goes like further through time and basically we just kind of progress with different uh eras of the jojo um joestar family and it's weird because they all have superpowers in some iteration and a lot of like the punching fights stop by like the second season they become more like puzzle fights which is really funny yeah. Like, there's one where they have to sit down and just play, like, basically Super Nintendo. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, I should check it out. Yeah, I think you'd like it a lot. It's, like, totally bonkers and fun. Is that, like, available to stream anywhere? Or? Uh, I do it on VRV. Um, I think, you know what? Actually, three seasons of it are on, are on Netflix. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah, yeah I, I just pulled up a picture of it. It's, it says an anime. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just, like, five... Uh, well-dressed men that are, like their muscles are like <laughs> b- yes. bursting out of their well-dressed selves. I want you to watch it so bad, especially season three, because the I think 
one one of the the American guy that I think is in season two. By the third season, he's like an old man, and his catchphrase becomes him just screaming, "Oh my god!" <laughs> and I love it so much, and I do such a good impression. I need someone else to understand that. <laughs> okay, I can't. I'll check it out then. <laughs> good. I'll let you know. I'll get back to you on it. Um, Thank you. Yeah, because people kept like mentioning JoJo's Bizarre Adventure on like Twitter or something like offhandedly. Mm. Like I'll see it like trending. And it just kept on making me think of Bobo 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 Bobo. Bo. Did you yeah. ever see that? I, it's it's similar to in that regard with like the silliness. <laughs> okay, yeah, because that used to be on Toonami at some point in the U.S. and like near the tail end of Toonami, I think. Did mm-hmm. you ever watch that? It's like basically all the anime shows that were like made it to Cartoon Network. Yes, it was like what Naruto um, was on. All the shows I wasn't allowed to watch. <laughs> Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z, mm-hmm. uh, Yu Yu Hakusho. Oh, I was really Yu Yu into. But uh, yeah, I, I I liked most of the shows, and then I started watching Bo 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 and his magic nose hairs. And I'm like, this is a bit much for me. I like it was it was even a bit like it was a little too weird for me even. So <laughs> I think JoJo will walk up to that line for you and will stay there and like yeah. step on top of it, but never like fully cross, which is actually okay. just really good. It's a great dance that it does. That's good. What have you been up to, my dude? Um. I've just been, you know, I don't know, same, same old, <laughs> but just been watching some more stuff. Uh, I'm getting closer to being done with The Witcher, but it seems to just, or not the show, but Witcher 3, yeah. um, it seems to just be like getting longer and longer somehow. <laughs> the road but just keeps expanding. Are you in Tucson yet, or are you still completely yeah, stone? Yeah, I'm in like the last expansion pack or whatever, and so I'm like almost done with the game. Um, which it's still really good and everything. I sound like I'm like <laughs> bummed out or something. It's still just as good as it's always been, and it's like a different environment, so it's really cool. But um, I just <laughs> much like completing the Legally Blonde flan- franchise, not the franchise. Um, the franchise. <laughs> Do you ever see that? Did you wait? I'm guessing you never watched Courage of Cowardly. Oh, Dog, I watched right? Courage of Cowardly. Buy Fantasy Flan. How are you allowed to watch that, but not like Ed, Ed, and Eddie? I don't know. I think that's what I would like sneak in when it was on the early yeah. morning, and then we have what's called Return the Map. <laughs> Return the Slab. Yeah. Return the Slab. Sorry. <laughs> King Ramsey. <laughs> the Man of the Gods. The Man of the Gods. <laughs> <laughs> uh, why did I bring that up? Um, I think <laughs> I, 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 I said uh, you said the fran- fl- franchise and I said flan- oh right 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 yeah <laughs> I've already lost the lead <laughs> um yeah much like finishing Legally Blonde as a franchise uh I don't know I just feel like I have to complete things mm-hmm. it's like I want to just finish this game and like just rush through it in a way <laughs> so I can go do other things with my life <laughs> so the spell can but, be broken I understand that yeah I should also just try to enjoy it. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be your last time in the world, like, or, or you're you're saving the last level until like you're fully juiced up after all this, right? Yeah, I'm going back to finish like the main story. Mm. Oh, you're gonna be able to destroy everybody. It's not even gonna be yeah. funny. <laughs> I play on like the super easy mode, anyways, because I just sure. want to get through it faster. <laughs> <laughs> and also, like, the load time on the Switch is really slow, so mm. it's just like anytime I die, it's such a pain. Yeah. So the only time I die really now, because I just keep... <laughs> Another thing I like about that game is that you replenish health by eating things, yeah. and it's like healing over time. So I'm just like, oh, I got really hurt. Better eat six apples. <laughs> yeah, I, I, just... I love the like visualization of that. Like yeah. In my mind, Gerald just going, gosh, gosh, gosh. He's just eating like a bushel of apples when he's hurt, and it's like, oh, my wounds are healed. <laughs> a bouquet it's of like, apples just gobbles like the, him down. 
the weirdest version of like Wolverine powers. Have you seen like the Bioshock memes or like gifs of that where it just like it shows like Booker like going up to a trash can and like eating everything inside of it? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> getting held back. I forgot that you just dig all, dig all this stuff out of the trash yeah. in Bioshock Infinite. <laughs> um, other than that, I've just been watching yeah some movies. Inside Man is on Netflix right now, which mm-hmm. is a, a Spike Lee movie from 2006. Have you heard of it? Uh, no, I have not. There's a lot of Spike Lee movie stuff coming up right now. Yeah, they just launched a bunch of stuff because I think the the Five Bloods yeah. is, uh, just came out on Netflix. I'm hearing a lot of great things about that. Like, I'm kind of excited to watch it. Yeah, yeah, me too. We may talk about it Wink. in the near future. <laughs> Ooh. Tune in. Ooh. Tell your friends. Help, there's a ghost. <laughs> it's a ghost. <laughs> oh, okay. On Netflix, yeah. Inside Man. I'm pretty sure I saw this in theaters. Because, yeah. Because mm. I think it's it might be rated R. Ooh. It seems like it's the, that kind of movie that's like on the cusp. But yeah. basically, Clive Owen's like this bank robber. It's a bank rob bank heist movie, basically. Mm-hmm. And Denzel Washington is like a negotiator. And Chael Ejiofor is like the other negotiator. But, um, yeah, it's kind of like a cat and mouse kind of movie. But there's like more stuff going on in the background. And mm. uh, it's pretty... It ends up being like pretty complex without too confusing but just the way spike lee shoots movies like you can really tell in this movie just like i don't know it's because he has so many movies that have like a strong very strong message in this one which is great but like in this one he's just kind of like yeah i'm gonna just do kind of like a genre movie and it's also just really cool nice (laughs) but other than that v for vendetta is also on netflix Mm, delicious I watched it, and it's just like, I don't know. I just put it on because I'm like, maybe I'll feel kind of good in a way because it's kind of like processing things through fiction mm-hmm. in a way. You know, I definitely recommend reading the graphic novel if you, listener, haven't, um, but you've seen the movie or, like, you're curious about the movie. Like, I mean, definitely check out the movie either way, but the graphic novel is also, like, really good. Yeah, it's fantastic. That's what, the, that's what the movie's based on, and the movie does a really good job, I think, at adapting it. Not every adaptation is so good when you like translate it directly you know like Mm -hmm. whenever somebody like reads a book or something like yeah the movie wasn't as good it's like (laughs) you have to translate some things to make it cinematic and i think the movie basically does a really good job yeah i like *Vivendet* dead a lot i remember seeing that for the first time just being blown away so yeah i mean like it's really great as like a blockbuster movie and it's written by the wachowskis their uh their ad from the matrix trilogy directed it that was like i think his first movie he, he directed but um it was kind of like therapeutic in a way in that like it's like yeah all this stuff is like really depressing right now like it's just i don't know it's basically like just extremely topical it's really relevant right now mm-hmm. it's about like a totalitarian dictatorship in england and it actually takes place in the year 2020 i believe <laughs> so it that's does. even more Ugh. horrifying and you know v is like a basically like an anarchist who like is trying to destabilize destabilize like this totalitarian fascist government natalie portman plays a person that like follows like him and stuff so hey he does a damn fine job of it too yeah played by hugo weaving elrond himself Mm -hmm. but um, one of the few superhero performances of never taking off the mask ever (laughs) yeah well there's one scene that he doesn't have a mask but it's not really related yeah and he's like shadowed yeah there's just a lot of scenes in this movie like the whole theme of the movie is basically kind of exactly what we're going through right now and it doesn't have anything to do with like racial justice but it's just basically like more about totalitarianism and police brutality and everything and there's like a few scenes in this movie that like just bum me out 
<laughs> but uh, I guess I'm having a <laughs> I'm not selling this movie very well. I definitely recommend it. It ultimately has a hopeful message on the bright side. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it has a hopeful message. Like, there's just so many things that are topical that, like, are unintentional to a point where it's just, like, there's, like, a virus, basically, that's... I mean, in the in the movie, it's, like, concocted by the government. Mm-hmm. Whereas, you know, coronavirus, like, I'm not <laughs> about to start some, like, conspiracy Uh-oh. theory or anything. <laughs> but um, there's, like, there's a monument in one scene to this, like, St. Mary's virus, and it's killed, like, 80,000 people. Mm. And it's, like, this is... Uh, supposed to be a heightened movie and like now more people have died from coronavirus than that Mm -hmm. and everything's opening up again for not really seemingly any reason um other than people are bored i guess like coronavirus is still there you know Mm -hmm. i don't know basically (laughs) i know we don't have a huge listenership right now but i know who is listening is probably our friends yeah um please just wear your masks outside and be safe yeah, please God do that. I mean, I'm. It stresses me out to no end when I see people walking around with no mask on, acting like and everything's great and fine. I see like people in my Instagram stories with no masks running around. And I'm like, guys, come on. We're we're not even close to being done yet. Just wear yeah. a mask. It's really easy. Even like I'll, I've been going on bike rides and like I'll see a lot of people biking without like masks. And I'm like, okay, I guess their reasoning is you know they're going fast enough, but it's still just there ends up being a lot of people out there. So. Mm. Um, yeah, and then... What were we talking about again? What what do we have to do today? We have to be chipper? We have to be funny or something? No, we don't. (laughs) (laughs) This movie tore me down. (laughs) And I'm not talking about V for Vendetta. No. Uh, one last thing I want to say is that the end of the movie, I'll just spoil it, basically everybody, like, rushes through the military police and the cops aren't shooting things at them or throwing tear gas. They just let them through. And it's just another situation where the real world is worse than V for Vendetta. So I'm just recommending this movie because it was like weirdly therapeutic because it's just like processing national or global trauma right now Mm -hmm. through a science fiction movie, political thriller. It's a great movie and it's very feels very topical for right now. Just like Legally Legally Blondes. Blondes. Tyler, did you take notes on these? Because, you know, I'm reckless and don't really do notes for these i took so many notes oh good (laughs) i paused the movie so many times how many um, annotations or footnotes are there (laughs) i have a work cited (laughs) i did so much research this really brought out the scholar in you i mean i had to go back to school just like the uh woods twins what are their names i don't even know lizzie and frizzy tizzy um uh, annie. annie annie i, I wrote it down <laughs> that's how i know but um yeah you know i have no idea how they got the rights to this uh it is produced by reese witherspoon so i guess she just i don't know maybe her intentions were good where she's like i want to make a movie that like inspires preteens yeah to maybe. like pursue justice and go do good at school do well at school even <laughs> But uh, I don't know. She has a producer credit on this movie, and it's like really <laughs> a terrible film. So I don't know what to say about that. Yeah, it's not 
good i kind of have expected we get like the shadow of l at one point where like she comes through the door and then we see her silhouette and they're like l woods and then and then like it cuts back she goes oh my god hi guys and it's like an, like somebody doing impression of l or like an old recording <laughs> from legally blonde one or two yeah it's just it doesn't match at all exactly. um there's two different <laughs> we'll get to it we'll get to it but there's two paintings of l woods in this movie <laughs> One of them is facing away, and it's really annoying. I'm like, why would you paint something of Elle Woods with with Bruiser, but she's facing away in the painting? It's so stupid, and like, it's just like, why would you paint this? And then you go to so later, they have it shows the other painting of her in the in like the living room, and it looks nothing like her. She looks like some like witch. It's a monster. I'm like, well, now it's I know so it's ter- facing away because the truth is an Eldritch horror. Yeah, and I'm just like, man, like I'm sure. Reese Witherspoon like was not on set ever. Like she just you know, no. cast that so check or whatever. Because like, things to do. Yeah, because that's like a very like. Sorry if the art director of Legally Blondes is listening to this very podcast. I'm convinced the twin actresses painted <laughs> oh, that. Like one did one and the other did the other one, and they painted it, and that's why they put it in or something stupid like that. Yeah, I can only hope so um because i don't know bad job for the painter just bad job i'm sorry but bad job this movie is truly as dystopian as v for vendetta in (laughs) many ways but (laughs) for instance heretofore and hence uh this movie opens much like the hit film oscar-winning picture suicide squad (laughs) right because we get a little like what's that thing like a pause name (laughs) bullet point list of likes and dislikes yeah it's like annie likes soft pink computer code like she just likes computer code like generically like i like looking at that zero one one zero 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 one 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 a good book dislikes public speaking which may play into a scene later on it's a little chekhov's gun I'm sure the screenwriters brought up the concept of Chekhov's gun as they were writing this. <laughs> they did in a writer's room. They were like, oh, Frank, you, you, oh, good good on you, dude. Yeah, Annie, I didn't write down her stuff, but. I think it's like hot pink. She does like public speaking. And Annie likes soft pink. Lizzie likes heart, hot pink. What's his name? Slipknot. Slipknot. Best at climbing. Can climb anything. Good at getting Slipknot head popped. Likes being abusive and having his head blown off as he flies away. It's just the most frustrating thing in the world. <laughs> I would talk so much with our friend Jacob. I think to you too, Connery. Yes. When Suicide Squad was coming out, because we all know the trailer looked really good, mm-hmm. and then the movie wasn't. Um. And I was like, oh, Adam Beach is in this. I love Adam Beach. He's not in enough things. He should definitely be in more things. This is great. He's in an action movie. <laughs> He's part of the Suicide Squad. He plays everyone's favorite anti, anti-hero slash villain. Uh, Slipknot. Slip, Slipknot. He's good at ropes. He's good at using ropes to, like, swing around. Uh, and he's, he's there like, for all of five minutes. He's like a Spider-Man with no powers. He just <laughs> shoots, he shoots ropes out of his wrists. <laughs> Um and yeah he dies within like five minutes and I just looked at Jacob in the theater and I was so sad <laughs> I was weeping inside and out 
I feel like you looking at Jacob during that moment is similar to the look you gave to me in the in Rise of Skywalker when we were sitting next to each other in the Emperor's <laughs> throne room, and you were just like, no. <laughs> like at the end? I think it was towards the end where like you said some like sh- you said some like shitty joke to me, and I, I like guffawed. We've told this story on air already. Like I guffawed right when like Emperor Palpatine's like killing Ray and Kylo. <laughs> I did that a few times in that movie where it's like because all the Star Destroyers uh get like death star guns on them which is like the most impractical thing ever anyways yeah. but i was just like because the whole thing in that movie is like palpatine is just hanging on this like robot arm it's like does he ever get down like does he bathe like what happens to him does he like pee does or he... poop <laughs> yeah, like does, does somebody just come by with like a big bucket. uh <laughs> big bucket and like a broom and just shuffles <laughs> things away like like nobody look nobody look <laughs> Are are all those people just watching him do this? Like everybody in that audience, is that the show most of the time? <laughs> what do they do? But they have all these giant guns underneath this new star destroyers that are built um, by like the Sith cultists, and it's just like I just whispered. We're at like Grauman's Chinese Theater, this giant like theater in L.A. That's like a classic movie theater, mm. and I was just like, that's like the star destroyer is about to blow up a planet. <laughs> And I just whisper to Connery, like, kind of loudly. I'm like, that's, <laughs> it's, what did I say? Like, it's Palpatine's bath time or something? Like, they're just going to hose him down. No, they're just going to hose him down. That's what it was. <laughs> and he laughed so loud, and it was so quiet in that moment. Because it was one like, of those. like, no, and I'm like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> there was, like, a couple, th- like, there's, like, at that point, there's only, like, I don't know, 40 minutes into the movie, I feel. <laughs> And at that point, I like just knew it was like, yeah, like it was. I saw Last Jedi at that theater too, and mm-hmm. like it was just a totally different atmosphere in there. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's, like, <laughs> <zoomed> down. <laughs> it's a pretty depressing experience, but <sighs> at least I don't live on a robot arm. Yeah, we thank God we all don't. Anyway, Legally Blonde, so the Emperor comes, something like that. I don't know how to tie that in. Um, the Emperor sends a hologram to the Queen of England. <laughs> He says, execute order, flip and wave. (laughs) No. That was like so. I need more. I need need to like, I need to read a few thesaurusi because I keep wanting to say egregious. Egregious. But that was truly egregious. Like, oh, you know what? This movie did air on Disney Channel. Oh, good. I feel like it didn't deserve it. (laughs) It didn't deserve it. There's also an actor in this movie named Chad Broski, which I liked a lot. <laughs> um, can I can I guess which one he is? Like, do you have his like little uh, face up there? Uh, I think it's the guy who plays like the bad guy at the end, like the teen. I was gonna guess. I was gonna guess it was the blonde man. Yeah, Chad Broski. <laughs> Chad Broski. It's like the most like not real name ever. <laughs> it's like a dog. It's like something you name a dog that's like you put a hat on and sunglasses. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so they do this really horrible trick called the flippin' wave that I thought was so ham-fisted and stupid <laughs> to, like, shove in the bend and snap or the snap cup. I was just, oh, Yeah, it it's was like weird. the furthest extension of, of the law. <laughs> when I started, like, arguing with the TV, I knew I was going to have a bad time, and it was, like, <laughs> only five minutes into the movie. <laughs> yeah, I watched this with uh, Lily, uh, and instantly... Like two minutes in, she's like, "What is this?" <laughs> what is this? <laughs> they just immediately start talking about their their dead mother. Yeah, in a really like almost crass way. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Mum would want us to trick the saleswoman. And it's also really expositioning. It's like, it's been two years since mom died. And dad's like, I don't even know what they say about dad. They but talk like, about dad like he's going to hook up with some woman over the course of this movie. And that just doesn't oh, yeah. happen, which I kind of give them props for. I'm like, it's been two years. His wife died. Give him, give the man time. Yeah, the main thing I wrote down is, it's been two years since mom died. And then the reaction of the other twin is like, she's kind of smiling weirdly. <laughs> she's like, I killed her. It's <laughs> like, what? So, I don't know, her, her, their dad comes in and has, like, a, a legitimate British accent in this scene. And then they uh, fly to America, and they are driving through Beverly Hills. Yeah. And the song goes, this is my life, I'm in control. And then, I, I thought know. we were going to do, it's my life, it's now or never. <laughs> I'm not going to live forever. <laughs> whoa, whoa. I just want to live while I'm alive. All right. Um, they come to Elle's house, and it has pink California, hey. like, Spanish roof tiling. It's Hold the most on. tacky thing in the world. Hold on. You forgot uh, about one of the best jokes in the movie. Oh, please tell. By the way, I have a pink clipboard in honor of Legally Blonde. Oh, good. That I, I use to write notes on. <laughs> her, her dad has, like, the most British Mini Cooper ever. It's, like, a real nice-ass Mini. And uh, <laughs> there's that part where he just drives on the wrong side of the road. And I'm like, this is straight up an Arrested Development joke. Yes. <laughs> Where uh, what's what's his name in that? Uh, oh, um, when Tobias Funke. Yeah, <laughs> what's Lady Featherbottom? She's supposed <laughs> to be like uh, Mrs. Doubtfire. Yeah, <laughs> and she just drives on the wrong side. Of the, like it's basically Tobias is like in disguise <laughs> to be get close to his daughter. daughter. And wife. <laughs> and they all Mrs. know Doubtfire. it's him. <laughs> but like they just let him pretend because like he wants to be an actor. I I love while we're talking about Arrested Development. My favorite one of my favorite scenes when like I have two I guess one of them when is when he has the umbrella and he jumps down to try to be like fantasy and amazing in front of may- maybe but then like he slams into the glass shatters it he's like oh and also like I think he's at Lucille Bluth's house and she says something creepy and he goes. Whenever I get a little scared, I sing a little song. <laughs> so good. But uh, yeah, she's driving her car to like, or she, I guess the character, yeah. It's a she, Whatever. Yeah. Tobias is driving the car as Miss Featherbosom. She's on the wrong side of the road because somebody else is in the car and she's like really playing, trying to be British. And they're just like, oops, I'm so, I'm not used to driving in the colonies. <laughs> <laughs> and like this joke is straight from like did they see Arrested Development? I don't know. They're giving a little tip of the hat to the OG champion of that British joke. Yeah. So like you said, they go to Elle's mansion and it's a Spanish style house. Except it's pink and tacky. Yeah, the tiles are like and <laughs> the shingling or whatever is like hot pink instead of uh, I don't know, brick colored, whatever yeah. color I, it normally is. I honest yeah. to God can't imagine Elle Woods making that choice. Like it, after seeing the inside of this yeah. house, I'm like, she's a crazy person. Like she's lost her mind. Well, also like I could tell that those bricks were like color graded, like they weren't even painted. <laughs> but I didn't really notice at first. But uh, Lily was watching it with me, like I said, and she's like, the whole second story of that building isn't even real. Like it's just re- like there's the garage and the rest is CG. Ugh. And it's really strange. I didn't notice but, uh, that. I think I forgot to mention who directed this. Who did this? I'll give you three guesses. Uh, 
suits. Do I know them? Uh, <laughs> no, but that takes away from it. Wait, what do you mean? Like, do, do I know what I know the name? You got to guess. <sighs> I get three guesses. Uh, Christopher Nolan. Yes. No. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. There's no big trombones. <laughs> right before Inception. Right. You squeeze this one between Dark Knight and Inception. Chris Chris Nolan squeezed out Legally Blonde. So I could phone something in. Um, uh, Reese Witherspoon. She directed it as well. Mm, no, that would that'd be kind of cool. Yeah, but but no. Uh, I get one more guess, and then my genie wish better, is done. You better make it count. Yeah, uh, the monkey's paw will curl up one last time, and I'll be dead. Uh, Sophia Coppola. <laughs> no, that'd okay. be like I don't know. I guess I like this movie would be much better if Sophia Coppola directed this. Yeah, they'd also probably like break into rich people's houses and steal her stuff. <laughs> that sounds better. <laughs> it's just the bling ring, but with the twins from the Sweet Life of Zack and Cody. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me who did this. <laughs> Do you really want to know? I really want to know. Andy Circus. No, yeah. no, he's not a circus performer, but he may as well be a wrestler. Because his bone name saw? is <laughs> his name may as well be the the Bone Saw. <laughs> nope, his name is Savage Steve Holland. His name is Savage Steve Holland. How would I ever guess that? I, you wouldn't. <laughs> I was just trying to have you come up with a bit or something. Oh, okay. I, I was giving genuine guesses. Usually on well, Wikipedia, it'll say if someone's name wasn't like their name when they were born, but this guy doesn't have that. Was so he born I'm just, savage? I'm just going to assume it was born <laughs> savage Steve Holland. Wow. But um, there's nothing about this movie that would give the impression that a man named Savage did this. Yeah. Other than his misunderstanding of like <laughs> anything feminine. Yeah, I guess so. Um, He went to Cal, Cal Arts. That's cool. That's neat. Good for him. I have a new goal for our bonus episodes, which I, I'm just going to call any episode that's about a bad movie, usually a yes. bonus episode, to just try to get the director on here at some point. Ooh, I like that. Because, uh, I don't know, I think it'd be cool. Like, Craig Mason, got to get him on here. Oh, yeah. He seems like a really cool guy, anyways, on Twitter and stuff. Like, like I really like Craig Mason. <laughs> but he just happened to direct superhero movie and uh, <laughs> created... Chernobyl. Chernobyl. I think we so, could do it. I think it's possible. At least somebody. Yeah, that's our goal. I mean, of course we'll get the Starving Games directors on because they have directed many parody films. Yeah. All right. Okay. This is an interesting quest. This will be our holy grail. We got to get the director of Mystery of the Blues on here. <laughs> we could call him. I think he'd do it. Yeah. And then we'd ask why a bunch of times. He'd be like, are you guys just here to fuck with me? Like, what's going on? <laughs> no, I legitimately, like... Like I don't want to just like troll movies. I mean, this movie is just I'm I'm sorry. This movie is just really bad. Yes. But like I don't even know who I'm saying sorry to because I think anybody who would see it, like it's definitely targeted at preteens. So it's like, you know, it doesn't yeah. need to be I super could show great, this to a preteen though and they'd say it sucks. Yeah. It's kind of like just feeding kids crap. It's like so many animated or so many kids movies are just like bad because they feel like they can get away with it. Norm of the North. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't see that. Isn't, like, Rob Schneider in that one? Yeah. <laughs> Have you seen it? No. Why do you know that Rob Schneider's in it, though? Because I remember his name being in it. I'm fact-checking you. Oh, my God. He stars in it. <laughs> he is Norm. He's Norm. 
Oh, boy. We have to do a miniseries on the real Rob at some point. Oh, okay. That's Rob Schneider's, like, playing himself kind of show. Oh, boy. Where was it going? I, I think we're, we're literally just at the house. And yeah, and then their dad's like, I, there's something I've been trying to tell you as they, like, are going to school. Mm-hmm. Or they go, no, they go, they go shopping to yeah. go get their school uniforms. He's like, there's something I've been trying to tell you. And they're like, uh, later, dad. Mm-hmm. And they go what? to the most expensive places in Beverly Hills because I guess their dad's a professor. And <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. And they try the same flipping wave on a California saleswoman, and she takes them out like the trash they are. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, you're right, because it works in England, right? Mm-hmm. It was a, it, it's, a little, it's a boy that they do it to. So this is a saleswoman who's like, no. Oh, yeah. How about when you're big girls and can afford the prices here, you come back haggling. I guess they do it. I guess they do it three times because they do it in England to that boy, and he's like, oh, okay. And then this lady is like, I, I work – I have a lot of television celebrities come in all the time. Like, she says television celebrities. and It's uh, <laughs> <television laughs> just a weird phrase. And then later on, they do it to some lady when they're, like, thrifting. And uh, she just, like, gets weirded out. And I'm like, yeah, this weirds me out, too. Like, stop doing they, like, this. They keep doing it. And yeah. I, I'm probably like, do you need me to call someone? Are you having a stroke? Is this a tick? Like, what's going on? I think that was, like, intentionally funny. So I'm like, oh, that's actually, like, the probably the funniest part in the whole movie. Mm-hmm. Is when they just weird out some lady. But uh, anyways, he's like, there's something I've been trying to tell you. They go shopping. They come back. And this whole time, I thought he was going to be like, I killed your mother. <laughs> I killed your mother. <laughs> it's like it sounded like something that was like dramatic is going to happen. But I'm not like, even British. <laughs> he's not British because in this scene, he doesn't even try really. There's like a few words that are like Britishy in the British dialect, but it's just like the rest. I'm like, oh, I forgot he's supposed to be British. Yeah. So there's that, and uh, but no, he's just like, oh no, like they're school uniforms. You can't. He's like, they're school uniforms. You can't, uh, you can't go to school wearing those. Dude, now I'm American, bro. <laughs> We're in California, man. Get with I'm, it. I'm gonna go get a beer with Chad Broski. I'll be right back. <laughs> yeah, and they're really upset that they have to wear uniforms. And I was like, I wore uniforms for seven years and it didn't affect my life. I just had a crisis in my head where I'm just like, <laughs> you're forced to wear a uniform. <laughs> no, where I just. I was thinking, what if Chad Broski listens to this because he doesn't act anymore? Oh, well, he's like, an avid listener of podcasts I hear now. <laughs> <laughs> well, what if he listens to this? Because, like, oh, finally, a podcast on one of my movies. Well, then we have him on and we say you can come on and call us both pieces of shit and we can talk about it. <laughs> yeah. And we'll apologize profusely because we collapse under pressure. Oh, yeah. And then they talk about, so they meet the headmistress. Mm-hmm. And then... She's like, oh, you have a scholarship. Can I just say, I wanted one of those, like, splash page things that come up again but with her and be like, headmistress so-and-so likes yeah. rules, dislikes breaking the rules. I mean, they stick to those things, like, those, like, nameplate things as much as Suicide Squad does because they do it for, like, <laughs> three characters in that movie and then they just give up. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, what would you rather watch again? I'd rather watch Suicide Squad again. Yeah. Yeah, I guess you're right. Because mm-hmm. this Legally Blondes, I, I, it was a bit like pulling teeth. At least Suicide Squad, I could like maybe make more. I, you know what? I don't know. Maybe Suicide Squad looks a little prettier. It has a bigger budget. <laughs> At least Will Smith says, "Let's go save the world" in yeah. the movie. 
And what is this? Some kind of Suicide Squad? <laughs> he doesn't. Wait, he says one of them in the movie and not the other one. Because in the trailer, he says both. I don't think I think he's, I think he doesn't say let's go save the world. I think he does right. say in the movie this is some kind of Suicide Squad. Because I remember seeing it with like Jacob and us being like, oh! yeah. yeah, I think I was there too. We yeah. must have been watching some other superhero. Movie. Maybe it's Fan Four Stick. No, I think but, uh, I think I saw it with you guys and Fantastic Four. Like my, you guys are all getting like our movie going party of people because yeah. I. Th- but I think you were sitting next to Jacob, and I might have been sitting next to somebody else, like a couple seats away or something. Right, but he says, "Let's go save the world" in the trailer, and I'm just like, "Yeah," because it's like if, any, if Suicide Squad needed anything, it needed more like just like funny catchphrases and stuff. Because mm-hmm. so, Will Smith does go, "It's like we're some kind of." Suicide Squad. And I was just like, yeah! <laughs> you are! You are! It was literally silent in the theater when he said that. And then I was just like... Because <laughs> uh, it was like, yeah, an AMC and they had a bar. So I had like two beers before because I knew it would be bad. <laughs> um, or I just had a feeling. And, but yeah, at that point, I was still like a little buzz. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to do this. And I just like clapped. <laughs> and then after the movie was over... Two people, like a couple next to us, or was just like, "Did you like it?" And then the, uh, and then the guy was like, "Yeah, I really liked it." And the girl's like, "Yeah, me too." And it was just like one of those moments where I'm just like, "I don't." <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm glad you guys like it, but because it's not hurting anybody. But like, your face turned I, into Jared Little Joker going. <laughs> I was just so dumbfounded. Like, I just whatever. I don't know. If you like Suicide Squad, good. Like, you have know, fun. Tyler, but, unlike me and you, a lot of people didn't go to film school and just sort of can enjoy things and are just like, I liked it. I did have fun watching that. The yeah, end. We're, we're the actual <laughs> cursed We're the actual cursed ones. Exactly. We're, we're the, the ones, ones that, that like. have a podcast episode about Legally Blonde, so that's... <laughs> it's like my neuroses. I have to... I, ha- I had to finish... I had to finish the franchise here. <laughs> I have to get it in. All right, let's um, let's keep peeling off this band aid. Then it's sticking to the scab, and we gotta rip it off. <laughs> Peeling off this onion band aid, <laughs> just putting into your festering, stinky wound. <laughs> gotta throw some salt in there and rub it in real good. Um, so it, the headmistress kind of implies that like the dad threw some money to get the the girls into like that's what it seemed like, and I'm like yeah. whoa, this is just like into Pacific Academy or something. I forget what it's called. It's Pacific, Pacific Preparatory. Or, yeah, Pacific Preparatory. PP. Yeah. And so I'm like, are they just like rigging school admissions? Like this is straight like Lori Laughlin stuff. Like, <laughs> and she's like, you're in, you're on, you're on scholarship. And they go partial scholarship, and she goes, yeah, okay, yeah, your dad's gonna go to jail for four days. <laughs> dad's going to go to jail for four days because justice, far. because justice is fair. She just meets somebody else, some other student who's like, oh yeah, the love interest, I think. Yeah, uh, Zach who's like, or whatever. Who looks like his hair is just like so done up that he. He just, I don't know, he looks, I guess it plays into the Disney Channel kind of thing, but it, yeah. he definitely just looks like he's about to perform in like a like a pop punk band or like an emo band or something yes. around that time. But he's like got, not even like, not even like a cool like emo band, but just like. He has really cool 2008 bedhead hairstyle. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's <laughs> like he just woke up perpetually. Yeah. I don't remember how this conversation starts, but he's just like, you use computers and it sounds like she says, I fuck around a bit. <laughs> And he says, oh, you say fuck? Cool. <laughs> but she says, like, flack around a bit. She's like, oh, it means I mess around. I'm just like, what is that? I don't know. But a lot of the other students and teachers just kind of, like, really other them just for being British mm-hmm. throughout this movie. And it's really uncomfortable. It's like they're trying to get, like, jokes through it. <laughs> Off-putting. 
when do we meet the our evil antagonist brunette girl who is super rich and she <laughs> has I, like the Uber phone or whatever it's called? <laughs> yeah, the Uber phone. Who I I, la- I named her Snotty Donahue. Snotty <laughs> Donahue. She she's very snotty. I don't remember her name, but she has a wheelie backpack. Mm-hmm. Um, which I guess was all the rage back then. Yeah, I remember I had a wheelie backpack in seventh grade. Yeah, I you know I had. Quite a few friends with wheelie backpacks. Thank uh, you. I appreciate it. We we rarely find friends. I never. <laughs> I was gonna say I never had one, but I would never like make fun of someone for having a wheelie backpack. At Village Christian, they were all the rage. Everyone had a wheelie backpack. <laughs> yeah, Snotty Dunnyhue has a wheelie backpack. Um, she has she's a really mean to the phone. She's really mean to the girls, and then. The history teacher asks her something, and then she has the answer, and then she sticks her tongue out, but the camera is facing her from where the teacher is, so I'm like, why are you sticking your tongue out at the teacher when she just insulted the students? Like, it's a really weird angle. Mm-hmm. That probably doesn't make more sen- make sense with more context, so just forget about it, but <laughs> I don't know. There's just a lot, a lot of... Tw- I wrote a lot of twin jokes and creepy teens. <laughs> creepy teens. What about the 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 evil boy who the pencil sharpener happened? He's he's like ah ah like it's just like the pencil sharpener ringing in his ears. I'm like this guy's going to kill everyone in this room. Please stop. Yeah. He's basically like yeah like the who becomes the bad guy like the accomplice to Snotty Donahue. Um, he basically just has like misophonia, where it's just like if he hears like loud noises that are like annoying, he's just super sensitive to them. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> which comes into play later. In like kind of an abusive way, which yeah. sucks, but um, they basically torture him to get him to break. <laughs> yeah, Snotty Donahue has like a friend, other brunette girl, follows her, who's like Snotty also, and then mm-hmm. Snotty Donahue quotes Sun Tzu, and like, oh, okay, like yeah, she's like, it's like the art of war, like it's like keep your friends close and your enemies closer. Oh right, mm-hmm. and she's like Sun Tzu, and then the other girl's like, is that like the sushi chef at Nobu? And I'm yeah. just like, where, where is the joke there? Is it just racist? Like, I yeah, don't understand. The joke is, an Asian name, it must be a sushi man. Yeah, it's just like, there's things in, like, junior high and high school where you're just like, you know, everyone grows up and becomes better people. Mm-hmm. But this movie was written by adults, you know? Is it's it? Not- <laughs> Sun Tzu is Chinese. Yeah, sushi, and I understand it, that, like, she's supposed to be stupid or something and not get it. But I, I I don't I don't even know how to like I make guess a that's joke a joke that. that wouldn't be offensive. Like I'm not even like super mad. It's just like extremely lazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm like I'm trying to find out where, like where they thought the joke was, but I'm just like maybe they just like are like yeah let's just say this because we have to say something. <laughs> In the same scene, they're just like eating coffee out of big cups with a spoon. Like I didn't understand what was happening. <laughs> Did you notice this? No, I was kind of curious why I used the word eating coffee. But if they're using a spoon, that kind of makes more sense. You're they eating coffee. They have these coffee. like big coffee cups that like I'm guessing they're supposed to be eating ice cream or I don't know or like they have stirring things, but it mm-hmm. just looks like coffee cups. And they have like a spoon or like a stirrer. So it just looks like they're like it's just really a natural. It's a really a natural prop that like really brings you out of the movie. And the bad dad owning Uber Electronics, <laughs> and this like when did Uber? When was Uber a company? Because this came out in two thousand eight, two thousand nine. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think they meant Uber maybe as in like German as like best. Yeah, I know, but like it's 
<laughs> Uber started Uber started as Uber Cab in 2009. Then became oh. Uber in 2011. Naughty Donahue's dad, who like owns several wings of the school, mm-hmm. made a bunch of donations. She, her dad owns Uber phones or something. <laughs> it's like such a weird. It's just funny to look back at it. The ending of this movie with when um, Snotty Donahue gets like, she gets convicted of the crime she does. And she says, you can't expel me. My dad owns this school. I was kind of waiting for the headmistress lady to be like, oh, you're right. We can't. But then she, she gets expelled anyway. And I, th- I thought it'd be kind of like a grim, dark reality of her being like, you're right. We can't expel you because then we're going to lose funding from your daddy. Oh, yeah, I know. Right. It was like mm-hmm. too bittersweet. Or not even bittersweet. It was too sweet, too sweet of an ending. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, uh, <laughs> I just wrote down this sucks. Bad, bad, bad girl is a bigot because she does oh this is what else happens i just remembered because i didn't write it down but she's like super mean to um the like janitor lady who's right. like i think she's like latinx or something and mm-hmm. and like she's like oh take the liberty of putting all these all the food trays together and cleaning them for you and then as she walks away there's like a huge amount of gum keeping them together uh. and she's just like <laughs> the shittiest person like She's a super rich white girl who just, like, makes, like, minorities people's lives terrible. And then makes fun of poor people, too, while she's at it. Yeah, it's really awful. She has no (laughs) class whatsoever. It's just, like, disturbing. This point, like, parts of this movie are just disturbing. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and her punishment at the end of the movie is to go to public school. (laughs) Yeah, and I'm like, I I literally looked at the bus and I'm like, I rode the bus, I'll have you know, like, pretty much every single day in high school. And... Did anybody shoot you with silly spray a bunch? No, but it looks fun on that bus. <laughs> or silly string, yeah. I'd like laugh, have fun. This that's some silly string. It looks like the, a better bus than the one in Spider Man. Yeah. So then, for some reason, they have a trampoline off. Right. <laughs> the, the editing effects are just wild. Like and they, they just, just speed everybody up a yeah, little bit. They just speed everybody up continuously until they do crazy flips and everything, and then one person catches on fire and explodes, and then there's a funeral. That might have been the best part of the movie because one of the <laughs> twins dies. <laughs> and then the uh, but then it's like it's okay. I I can grow another one. And then one <laughs> just comes out of a big pod. Can you reduce by budding? And it like still like rips out of her body. They got the guy who directed <laughs> scanners to do that scene. <laughs> just becomes a pod person. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the bursting to flames part doesn't happen. But one of the girls like flips all over the place and then lands. Like I think it's Snotty Donahue. And then she yeah. like. Falls over and then she breaks her neck and she's fine. I thought she was dead. She's like, yeah. I'll have my driver take you home. We cut back to the history class and the history teacher seems very patriotic. He is. He wants to talk all about the American Revolution. It's all he cares about. But he doesn't. He just straight up calls them patriots and keeps talking about how patriotic things are. And I'm just like, this is kind of like this is like subplot in this movie of like a MAGA MAGA voter like falling in love with like a latino woman that's kind of like the subplot going on forbidden romance seems very excitable he seems like he's channeling like wallace sean yeah in this movie (laughs) that makes sense what's next tyler i wrote fake house because the house looks really fake (laughs) yeah her rich house is horrible (laughs) dad actor is not british dot 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 why (laughs) like they could have just hired a british guy it's too much money. It's I had not, to fly him over from across the It didn't the pond. require many acting chops. He has two scenes. But he's handsome. Yeah, he's like a soap opera. Soap opera. Soap. <laughs> soap opera. I love soap operas. It's on my iPhone all the time. <laughs> I love soap opera. Soap.
I am just still convinced that he was supposed to have a romantic interest in this movie and it got cut out in one of the drafts of the script. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I wrote down that they set her up in like in the first movie. I got confused again, but it's kind of like Selma Blair's relationship with uh, Reese Witherspoon in the first one with Elle yeah. Woods. What, Dingus McGillicuddy, whatever her name is. Um, <laughs> she sets up the twins against each other. Yeah, and she does it pretty artfully, too, except uh, is undone by, like, you know, the one thing that solves that, and that's talking. Yeah, they just don't talk to each other. It just, like, really just drags out the movie. One of the twins likes um, Bedhead Guy, and so Bedhead Guy keeps going to the other twin for advice, and then the twin who likes Bedhead keeps seeing the other two together and is like, oh, no, I like him, but my sister's getting with him. That sucks. But, of course, he doesn't really feel that way. He just wants advice and kind of flirts with her. I'm just seeing that <laughs> part of the Wikipedia article says it received positive reviews. Who who, who did? Why? One of the websites is doggomovies.com. Doggo it, movies? I, I thought it was like a dog review site where it's like... It My dog, dog gave, gave it six barks out of ten. Like, what? <laughs> no, it's like any movie with dogs in it. But it's actually movie reviews by kids for kids. Oh, that's cute. It's like, yeah, okay, if kids enjoyed this movie, like, more power right. to them. But, like... Now it has to face the wrath of us two grown men, so there you go. No, all the kids who watch it when this came out are adults now, so you guys are idiots. <laughs> you ate the food of the masses. Speaking of doggos, um, they couldn't even afford to have either Gidget or... Primo. <laughs> Primo Pizza? Primo <laughs> Pizza. <laughs> Their name's not Primo. Who plays who plays who plays Bruiser? I'm gonna name my dog Primo. <laughs> <laughs> you should. I was trying to come up with a joke yesterday about the love interest guy with the really bedraggled hair. I like that you were brainstorming jokes for this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I was trying to come up Mooney. Mooney plays Bruiser Woods. There it is. They couldn't afford Mooney or Gidget. I'm all over the place. Anyways. I was trying to come up with a joke for that kid. I was trying to come up with something that rhymed with, like, 30 seconds to Mars. <laughs> and the only thing that just popped in my head, I'm like, this joke only works in one place in the whole world at a certain time. And well. it's when you're in the line for the Cars ride. <laughs> California Adventure. Disney's California Adventure. I'm there. I'm, I'm waiting in line. I'm hearing tow meters scream at me. You're almost going to get on the ride, but you're like, two people before yep to mount into the into the car mm -hmm. and lightning say, mcqueen's pulling up <laughs> yeah and you go look guys we're 30 seconds of cars yeah <laughs> yeah i'm gonna keep this in yeah please do i'm gonna keep dragging it out 30 seconds to cars <laughs> well maybe one day when we are all, all allowed to actually freely go to back to disneyland you can make people. that joke and someone will laugh when we can go outside, someone will find me and just beat me up. Actually, Disney employees will escort you out of the ride and say, thank you for attending Disneyland, sir, but you're no longer welcome here. I don't know. Then there's like some weird cult initiation sequence when they're like, goobble gobble one of us. And then they go and <laughs> like, the, 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 the students do that to them, to the twins. And then they're like, actually, you could break the rules of the, uh, oh. of the code, for like the dress code. So they all go thrifting and to like gussy up their school uniforms. And, and they like, make the ugliest outfits I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> yeah. Like if those girls thought I if they made me that, I'd be like, I am not wearing this. My uniform is better than this. I will defy the code in a different way. This is I don't know what this is. 
so yeah, they go on this. They go on this uh, montage. They get. They go really. They get really weird and do the curl and flip or whatever. What's it called? The flip and wave. Flip and wave. Did I totally miss the part where she tricks him into going to the Queen Mary? Uh, yes, yes. That's how she. That's when they. That's before they become friends with the group of scholarship kids. Yeah. So Snotty Donahue says like, "Oh, like there's this this pool party or whatever. This beach she party." She literally pulls a Vivian. Yeah, at the Queen. Yeah, it's the same thing with Elle Woods in the first movie where she's wearing like the bunny outfit, the Halloween costume. Uh, but she says it's a pool party, so they come in like bikinis and stuff to the Queen Mary <laughs> in Long Beach. And I was just like, mm, what if this movie became a haunted, <laughs> like a haunted boat movie? The, like the, all of a sudden, like all the exits shut down and like all the yeah. lights go out and it becomes this like visceral horror movie. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I don't care if this like becomes totally, even if it was like a Disney Channel spooky movie. It's like, <laughs> even if the, the plot just went totally out, shifted around, I, I would like that movie better. It'd but, be a little yeah. bit more interesting. And then, so it's like they show up on stage on accident because I think it's the entrance. And then it's like, yeah, some dude tricks them. Yeah, who's like in league with Snotty Donahue, and then uh, the headmistress is there and like is shocked along with a bunch of other people. And then Snotty Donahue just jumps up and being like, uh, "You, t- you twins are like fucking poor or something." She says something <laughs> like, "Yeah, she's like, you're fucking poor." This is something really awful, and just nobody <laughs> reprimands her at all. There must be some kind of like ethics or moral clause inside that giant handbook. Yeah, it's really strange. But uh yeah, so that happens. Oh boy. Yeah, that scene was pretty uncomfortable to watch. So they accessorize their school uniforms after that. We already talked about that, but mm. the history teacher, some I forget how, but she he hooks up with the janitor lady. Like I think they help him flip and wave. Oh, they teach her the flip and wave, right? Mm-hmm. They're like sitting outside waiting for a car, and then the teacher is like, "Oh, we're gonna go to the history museum. We're gonna go to the mummy exhibit." And then he like walk, he's like super excited and like runs down, and then the janitor is still there, and she's just like, "Maybe we'll make a little history ourselves." Like the janitor's gone, or the teacher's gone, and she's, she's saying this to the children. She's just saying it to a group of children that like she and the history, their history teacher are gonna fucking bang tonight they're gonna bone and uh yeah but they it's, think it's funny they laugh they love it yeah i just try to put myself in the shoes of those teenagers it's like i don't know you're still like growing and you're awkward and you're like what is sex and then you just hear like <laughs> a grown know. woman say we're gonna pretty much fuck tonight <laughs> you just hear the stories of your horny history teacher in his classes <laughs> all the time until he gets fired like how he confuses being horny and patriotism as the same thing yeah <laughs> oh god <laughs> That got nasty the more I think about it. <laughs> I I wish I could keep telling Savage Steve Holland jokes, but he was directing this whole movie without a shirt <laughs> and a giant wrestling belt on. And he kept suplexing the AD. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. <laughs> it was non-union, so it's fine. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> They resolve all their issues, basically, the twins, but then Snotty Donahue is still playing against them because they have to go and, like, do a court case, basically, to defend themselves to not get kicked out because Snotty Donahue is, like... They're accused of cheating, basically, or one of them's right. accused of cheating. Yeah, because she does much better than she did on the test before. Yeah, and, like, beforehand, um, one of the girls and bedhead guy from 30 Seconds to Cars... <laughs> 
don't. <laughs> um, tr- have, to, have to break into the teacher's classroom to retrieve something? To get? Something gets all misplaced. Like, they leave something, and then the teacher moves it somewhere. So, like, they're com- it seems like they committed a crime yeah. of s- cheating on the test or whatever. Yeah, and one of the but girls leaves, didn't. like, her friendship sister bracelet behind. Uh, and I don't know. It, yeah, it's too convoluted. <laughs> mm, it's really silly. And uh, also in the scene, there's, like, a fog machine going on the whole time. Like, the whole yeah. room is really foggy. But one of the girls gets locked into the girls' bathroom because there's a lock on the outside for some reason. Do you remember yeah. that? Like in high yeah. School, did that... I was like, who's this for? So one of the twins has to pretend to be the other twin for some reason. And then, like, she goes in and out and, like, of the room to be both of them. So and she does a really just... shitty job of trying to pretend to be the other twin. She keeps on saying... Um, like my I in the I mean, Lizzie. Well, I guess originally, yeah, she has stage fright. She's the one with stage fright, so she actually like takes it on. Like the other person, the other twin was gonna do the case, but then she gets locked in. I almost wanted like the headmistress lady to be like, "I know it's you. You can keep going. Like, please, God, it's like pulling teeth right now. You <laughs> yeah. said, "Oops, I mean, like three this, times." This whole like third act is so stretched out and. A lot of it is just their delivery of lines, like everybody in the movie, where it's just like really slow. Mm-hmm. The whole thing revolves around a Jansport backpack key and really shitty sneakers by the end of it. Chad Broski has painted sneakers, and then he's just like, I just wanted an Uber phone. Because, oh yeah, because everybody starts clicking their pens. Yeah. So they basically, they're not intimidating a witness. I guess they're intimidating like the, 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 the defense, but everyone's just clicking their pens in the whole place, and they're just like making the prosecution, him go crazy. Actually. They're badgering the prosecution. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, this is not a real court case. Like, they would just, like, would they throw out the whole um, jury? Like, what would happen? I don't, I think the judge would bang the gavel a couple of times and be like, order, order, like, shut up. But everyone apparently wants to watch this child have, like, an anxiety attack. I just wrote down again, teacher is so weirdly horny. <laughs> oh, because he's sitting in his chair and the janitor is, like, in the audience, like, flipping her hair. And yeah, he's right. Just, like, He's just like, hamana, 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 basically. And it's just like, why is this in this movie? Yeah, because like in the pros- in like the cross-examination, the girls basically confess to breaking into his office to get proof. Yeah. And the and the headmistress is like, You broke another school rule to get the evidence. Like, what are you thinking? And they're like, oh, oh, oh. And then, like, the flipping wave that the janitor lady happens, and then he's like, I let them do it. And that's about the whole movie. The teacher's really horny. Um, <laughs> they the girls don't get expelled in the end. They by can the way. stay in school. <laughs> Donahue like gets expelled, I guess, because she goes to public school and it's acted like it's a terrible thing. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's definitely the like you said. Like her dad donated so many wings of the school. Like there's no way they would expel her. Like no, they'd suspend her. her. Yeah, and she'd be, like suspended for, and then she'd come back, and she'd be this like looming threat for the obvious, I guess, fourth religious movie they had in mind for this, with the evil sidekick brunette being like, "There's a new queen brunette in town, girls." And I'm like, I'm so glad we all understood the message of Legally Blonde, of sisterhood, and just being friends despite our hair color or who we are in stations in life. No, we learned nothing. Yeah, this movie is very much like has nothing to do with Legally Blonde except that there's a court case in it, and then there's like some like callbacks kind of. Everyone ends up they're still bad like enemies. Not everyone's like friendly to each other. Yeah, everyone's still kind of but... bitter enemies, but like the lines are still drawn in the sand. Nobody really comes over. Yeah, uh, I don't know. That's the whole movie. <laughs> it's eighty-two minutes long, and yeah. 
There's not even bloop. Did you say through the credits, Connery? No, I didn't watch through the credits. I assumed there'd be some kind of stupid blooper reel, but I wasn't interested in watching it. <laughs> There's not even bloopers. There's just like four scenes that they cut out of the movie. What? <laughs> so basically, I think so. It has to be 82 minutes long. I I thought that was just for theater premiere, like theater release, but maybe for Disney Channel too. I don't know. Oh. But um. Like a movie has to be eighty-two minutes long at least. Is this like a and starving game situation with the yeah. bloopers pad out instead of the it's this? Exactly because it cuts away from the credits to his whole scene that they shot that's like not that good, uh-huh. and they do it like four times to pad out the movie instead of it being in the actual movie. So I feel like they cut it out of the movie so that the movie would be like a little better, and then assuming that nobody would stay during the credits, so they put it in the credits to qualify it to be eighty-two minutes long. That's some weird shit. <laughs> yeah, it's like. <laughs> this weirdly fascinating thing that that's like beginner film school student being like nobody's timing this and so i'm just gonna stick these bad scenes after the credits are over (laughs) yep um that's the movie are we gonna play the ranking game yes but first i want to know your dream casting on the fly for this movie my dream casting on the fly you can cast anybody you want for instance my choice for their dad in my dream casting is Willem Dafoe. Ooh, that's interesting. I was going to go Hugh Grant. <laughs> well, Hugh Grant's great. Yeah. That would actually be more fitting. But it'd be funny to have Willem Dafoe do a British accent, but also be like, daughters, there's something I need to tell you. <laughs> I'm the Green Goblin! Ah! What about the Wood Sisters? Uh, one is played by Dakota Fanning. The other one's played by Elle Fanning. Uh, I'm doing it. <laughs> mine are Steve Buscemi and Shaquille O'Neal. Okay, I didn't know we could play like this. Yeah, so you can start over if you want. Sure, I am going to start over. Um, as headmistress, it's Mr. Bean. And <laughs> he, he just wants to go to the beach. <laughs> to the beach. Um, as the Woods Twin Girls, I will say the casting will be Paul Giamatti and, uh, <laughs> and, and Tobey Maguire. Toby Maguire replied, Not- "They're friends instead of li- in liar liar with their enemies." Toby Maguire is in liar liar, isn't? Isn't he? That that's Frankie Muniz. Oh, it's Frankie Muniz. Toby Maguire. Sure, I meant Frankie Muniz. Put Frankie Muniz in there instead. Okay. Not Paul Giamatti and Thomas Hayden Church. No. <laughs> Let's have a sideways reunion. <laughs> Who would you have play the horny history teacher? Paul Giamatti. <laughs> He's, he has a he has a dual role of yes. main main character yeah but as one of the El- woods daughters he has like a, a goatee but as the history teacher he has like a, a wig or something <laughs> and they have to like they don't even like fasten it on that well it keeps sliding off his head and they make him do it all in one take i don't know who i have uh chad broski i guess is the history teacher so what is your ranking for all of our bonus episodes including legally blondes Yes. All right. So I think still reigning supreme for me is, uh, what's it called? Um, Mystery of the Blues. That's still going to hold my best spot. Dang. Mm-hmm. Then I'm going to follow that up with, um, hmm. I'm going to follow that up with superhero movie. Good choice. Good choice. I'm going to say Legally Blondes, then Starving Games. Wow. Mm-hmm. What movies did we watch? I'll go with superhero movie. That's number one. Nice. Uh, Mystery of the Blues. Mm-hmm. Starving Games. Ooh. Oh, Legally Blondes is last. Legally Blondes. Because, like, Starving Games is really bad, but, like, 
I don't know. At least it's like the Hunger Games or something. <laughs> I don't know. Like, it's not funny. But Lily but Bones is also pulling from something as well. Yeah, that's true. But I I don't know. There's something that's kind of like just disgraceful of this movie where it's just like it's trying to be in the vein. It's trying to like continue the legacy of Legally Blonde. I guess so. It's not a parody movie where it's like Starving Games is just like a real dumb parody movie. Mm. Legally Blonde is just like it could have been a much more empowering film. I agree. I feel like I can't forgive Starving Games for a lot of things it did to me. So I'm still putting <laughs> it in last. Like what? Making me spend $6 on it for one thing. <laughs> oh, I forgot. <laughs> By the way, I couldn't find this movie anywhere. This this movie's under, like, lock and key mm-hmm. to find free anywhere. Because sometimes a movie like this, you'll be able to find it on YouTube or something like that. It's not on Disney Plus? <sighs> oh, fuck. I forgot to check. <laughs> it probably is. Yeah, do it now. Just check to see if it's on there. Like, do they have all their old, like, Disney Channel, like, library in there? All their m- old, like, movies? Yeah, some of them do. Hmm. Smart House is on Disney Plus. Do you think Disney Plus is going to like Disney Plus Gold at some point or like Platinum or wherever where they have more access to things? You have to pay more money. Yeah, probably. I hate that. I, I'm surprised like it came out at the price it does. It did. But then again, like, I mean, Disney has a huge library, but at the same time, like it's just one company. Oh, well, like, never mind. It has Marvel, it has Star Wars, it has Fox It now. has everything. It's going to eat the world. <laughs> I'm just waiting for the Xenomorph <laughs> franchise to come on Disney Plus. No, the thing is, we're not going to get movies like that anymore. We're not going to see the Xenomorphs ever again, probably. Yeah, I'm wondering if they'll ever make those movies again, like, under Touchstone or something, like, a different... Because, like, I would love to see more of those movies, but mm-hmm. I'm just wondering if they'll even put it on Disney+. Plus. Like, I doubt it. It's like, no what way. are they going to do, bury them? Like, it's so weird. Yeah, they're just going to, like, shutter them or be like, I don't know, buy it on DVD. It's not our, like, main flagship thing. I don't care. All right, I typed in legally into Disney+, Plus, and all that comes up is Tron Legacy. Oh, okay. Which is something we should talk about at some point. I agree. Because I kind of like that movie. Ba-doop-ba-doo with Jeff Bridges. Yep. So I'll just say we're not quite done with the Legally Blondes franchise yet. I wanted to do this first, even though this is more of a bonus episode than what we're going to do. But we're going to talk about Legally Blonde, the musical. Oh, my God. Oh, my gosh, you guys. It looks like I was going to end up. With special guest. Haley O'Brien. <laughs> <laughs> in conclusion this movie was a huge drop-off a massive massive drop-off even from legally blonde 2 mm. yeah like i said i would watch legally blonde 10 times before i watched legally blonde 2 i'd watch legally blonde 2 100 times before i watched <laughs> legally blondes oofa doofa scathing well we talked about the movie we ranked it uh we showed you our dream casting so i'll just head you out oh god damn it <laughs> We ranked the movie. We stank the movie. Well, we ranked the movie. We gave you our dream casting for Legally Blondes. And I'll leave you with this quote. The only quote on IMDb.com for this film from Headmistress Higgins. Tiffany Donahue and Justin Whitley for violating the pack prep honor code. You're both expelled. That's so memorable. That's the whole movie. It's inc- Zero of one found this interesting. Just like this podcast. Yep. Rate and review. Five stars. <laughs> Thanks to uh, Grayson Hansen for our artwork and Nick Viverka for our music. Mm-hmm. Do you have anything to plug, Connery? Um, if you enjoy the sound of my voice, um, you might be interested in a little podcast called Starship Impala that I host with four other amazing hosts who 
I miss very dearly. We keep trying to play uh, an RPG, and we keep our schedules keep lining up, and it's making me very sad. Anywho, is it? Yeah, check it out, Starship Impala. It's really fun. It's a blast. We play Starfinder, and uh, I don't know if any artists are listening. I'm looking for artists to do a comic book I want to write. So. Hit, hit me up. Tweet at Connery Hanson with a K. It's easy. <laughs> Follow us at Franchise Pod and please rate and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to our podcasts because any more reviews are good reviews. Well, if you leave, yeah, a, I mean, if you leave a good review, please leave a good I review. Mean, <laughs> we're really funny and smart and pretty. Check out the links in the show notes and make donations to important causes. Yes. The battle is being fought and seems like good things are happening but we have a long way to go until we get legally blonde three and i get to talk about l's emo daughter and how much l supports her mm-hmm. until then when she joins 30 seconds to cars see you later <laughs> goodbye <laughs>
yeah, I've seen all of them like on repeat. Like when I was that, younger. We can put that on the list. We can put that on the list. That's oh, good. Oh God, no, 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 no. There are some lines you just have to draw. Like no. <laughs> Uh, yeah, the fashion was really terrible. Um, yes. It it seemed like it was earlier than 2009, like, their fashion. I was like, this definitely was, like, 2003 or 2004 or something. Oh, definitely. Especially when they bedazzle and, like, just put stripes on their uniforms. Yeah. Oh, it's just so tacky. So, ugh, so much mm, is so It's tacky. an insult. Yeah, and those, those, uh, the backpacks with the wheels... I was yeah. like, I don't feel like anyone's had those in 2009 still. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, no, this was this was bad, really bad. And I, I really didn't, ex- the re- I mean, part of the reason that I was like, yeah, I'll watch this with you. Like, it'll be fun and dumb, probably. I was like, I'll be in the same room and you can just put it on. Like, it's fine. <laughs> I'll be but, in the same room. But uh, I didn't. I didn't think it was going to be on such, like, lesser quality than... I haven't seen the second Legally Blonde, but, I mean, everyone's seen the first. And, like, I did not think that it was going to be, like, straight up, like, made-for-TV tween. Wait, did Tyler tell you my favorite moment in it? That we, no. we rewound it like four times. No, tell me. <laughs> it was uh, the, like, doesn't she just, they, they like meet those kids at uh, the school that like become their friends. It's like they meet them and then five minutes later, they're like at a pool party at their house. <laughs> I was like, wait, yeah. that happened fast. <laughs> but um, it cuts from the school, like to like the first shot is the kid who's like the, hippie kid who lives in a yurt in topanga (laughs) um he it cuts to him and he just goes (laughs) "Ah!" and he jumps into the pool and like just the way that he's (laughs) the way that he like screams it's so funny it feels so like fabricated (laughs) like look like you're having fun (laughs) (laughs) i'm having fun Lovely. <laughs> Thank you so much for your thoughts and allowing me and Tyler to Not drag you on here to make you talk about another thing that you don't like on this show. <laughs> yeah. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll talk to you later, Connor. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll talk to you later. <laughs> no problem. Thanks for stopping on by. <laughs>
right, guys, for 30 seconds of cars. 30 seconds of cars. 30 seconds of cars. 30 seconds of cars. <laughs> I'm going to cut this episode down to 82 minutes exactly. Good. It's only going to be like 75 minutes, and I'm going to leave in some really bad bits in here. You just put them at the end of the credits? <laughs> yeah, throughout the music or something. <laughs> That's pretty good. I'm going to count on you doing that now. <laughs> Damn it, I've made myself more work. <laughs> but I'll cut this part out so then people will think I'm smart. Yeah, they'll think you're funny and clever and cool.